In Florida Ag and Review for the week of March 15th, we'll start off with a report regarding Farm Bureau Day in Tallahassee. Well, hundreds of Florida Farm Bureau members are at the state capitol this week visiting lawmakers during this very tough budget year. Leading the group, Florida Farm Bureau President John Hoblett gave his perspective on some of the top priorities they'll be addressing. It's hard to focus on one. I know the budget's got everybody scurrying, trying to save every dollar they can for this, that, and the other programs. Our main message is get out there to the Senate Ag Committee and the House Ag Committee and make a presentation on the economic impact of Florida. We've worked real hard with the University of Florida this year to get these numbers out as early as we possibly can, primarily for the legislation, and say, hey, agriculture is the strongest pillar of the economy right now in the state of Florida. We've got the economic study to back that. And don't shoot the goose that laid the golden egg or don't forget the ones that brought you to the dance. And a rare treat for those members attending Farm Bureau Day in Tallahassee as they were invited by House Speaker Larry Crudel of Ocala for a rare meeting in the House Chambers. The special invite allowed Farm Bureau members to sit in lawmakers' chairs throughout the chambers during the special session with the Speaker. The Speaker Creedle's a great man. He's probably the classiest act we've seen come through Tallahassee in, in many, many years. I've got a lot of respect for the man. He does a great job. He's a, a humble person an honest person. He's doing the right things for the right reasons, and I have the utmost respect for Speaker Creedle, and I thank him for the opportunities given our membership. And Senate Ag Chair Kerry Baker adds that the efforts of the Farm Bureau members do not go unnoticed. I think the challenge today is for citizens, and particularly those in agriculture and Farm Bureau members, to let their legislators know their opinion, to let their legislators know that uh, someone is watching them, they're going to hold them accountable, hold them responsible for the policies of the state. And so I think uh, I think they should come up here and express what's important to them and hold their legislators accountable. And as we turn our attention to livestock news, Randall Wiseman has this report. When it comes to beef exports for the U.S., many markets have slowly reopened since the BSE incident back in 2003. But one country that continues to be a problem in that area is, of course, Japan, which had always been one of the largest importers of U.S. beef. Well, this week it was announced that Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack will head to Japan next month, where his main purpose will be to promote U.S. agricultural exports. And for those in the cattle industry, the big question is, will this trip include discussions about the reopening of USB products to that country? Our hope is to continue the dialogue that has been continuing through the U.S. Trade Representative's office and our office with the Japanese, looking forward to an opportunity to discuss how that market, which has been closed for a considerable period of time, can be reopened. In announcing his trip, Secretary Vilsack said the mission will continue to push hard to open markets and to bolster an open, rules-based international trading system that will benefit both consumers consumers and our farmers and ranchers. And on this issue, there are some U.S. senators who want Japan to take action, as Senators Max Baucus and Chuck Grassley, chairman and ranking member respectively of the Committee on Finance, are urging the Japanese government to remove scientifically unfounded barriers to U.S. beef and bovine origin gelatin imports. The senators point out the scientific evidence put forward by international arbiters confirms the safety of U.S. beef, which millions of Americans eat every day without any health problems. And as we wrap up for this week, we hear from Everett Greiner on his definition of sustainability. In the world of agriculture, the term sustainability is being used more and more frequently. In the world of agriculture, just what does sustainability mean? I had a story this week that said, essentially, there are two interpretations. One was... If you're an environmentalist, sustainability is preserving the environment. Well, that can mean a lot of things. Uh, the other was boosting productivity. 
It mentioned using modern methods and today's technology to boost production to feed the world's growing population. I think if you examine these two positions, you're going to find they don't exactly agree. And I'm not the expert to judge, nor the one to decide. But I agree with the author of the article who said there's another interpretation. Sustainability, most definitely, includes making enough profit to keep the man who's growing it in business. That's sustainability. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.